Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're tuned into the Believe in Bengals show with Solomon Wilcox and Adam Pacman Jones. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Believe in Bingo podcast delivered by 828 Logistics. He is Adam Pacman Jones. I'm Solomon Wilcox. And Adam, we're coming off a heartbreaking Monday night loss to the Cleveland Browns. And now here come the Carolina Panthers. They haven't won a lot of games, but this team has been very competitive. Right now, let's just talk about uh, where we're at right now. Where, where are the Cincinnati Bengals? What's the mindset? And how do we bounce back from that heartbreaking loss? Well, I want to stay positive right here, first and foremost, Solid, because if you look at last year, um, during this time, we was right around the same thing, even 500, you know, and next week we was uh, five and four. So we was five and four last year and went to the Super Bowl. So that's one positive thing that that I'm getting out of all of the negativeness that came from Monday night when we really just, uh, uh, we, we, we dumped the bed like and it's, <laughs> and, it's, and me personally, I think it started uh, with the guys up front and with Zach. We got to run the ball like there's no way. Um, and I know everybody is saying uh, um, PJ is a, is a good running back. He is a good running back. He's not Joe Mixon. He is not an every down back to me. Who um, is that? Who? Uh, 34. Uh, what, uh, what's his name? Uh, Our team, the running back. Uh, Samaje Piran. Piran. <laughs> I did. What I called him Piran. Uh, yeah, Samaje Piran. Yeah, he, yeah. He's a good. He's a good. He's, he's a good player. back, but he's yeah. not an every down back. Like we can't win with Joe getting eight carries. Like that's that's not gonna work. Um, we we got to be able to run the ball when it get cold, and we got to run the ball uh, effectively. The up uh, the guys up front have to play better. I know uh uh, uh Cleveland have an unbelievable front line um, over there. But, like, we got we to gotta protect something or be able to run the ball. This week we weren't able to do uh, neither one of them. Good point. We couldn't protect Joe Burrow. We couldn't run the ball. Look, this isn't about uh, where Joe Mixon is or Samaj P. Ryan. Look, I think, I think Chris Evans maybe should get some snaps maybe when it comes to catching the ball. And that's only because – you know, Jamar Chase is out. We need another, we need just more offensive weapons. We'll talk about that later. I will say this. Look, the Bengals only ran the ball 10 times in the Monday night game. It's the lowest number of run plays in NFL, uh, in Bengals franchise history. They've never had a game where they ran the ball 10 times or less than they did on Monday night. So don't. this isn't about pointing at Joe Mixon. I don't think anyone should be doing that. This is about the game plan. What are we trying to do? I've been telling people every week, Adam. Run the ball. We throw it right now. We throw it 67% of the time, and we run it 33% of the time. You're closer to a 70-30 ratio, and I don't know that any team in the NFL plan on winning the Super Bowl uh, has that kind of imbalance when it comes to throwing it more than running. And and my point, um, Sally, 
what are we doing for the team by doing this? Because basically you're telling the, the defensive lineman on the opposite team, hey, pin your ears back every time and play for pass. You don't even have to respect the run game. We'll react to the run game. And when you're doing that, nine times out of ten, you're going to have more sacks, more quarterback uh, hurries. We need to get our ass back up under the center, play action, and hand the ball off. It, it don't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. But I don't – I haven't seen no other team in the history of, of, of NFL football that run the ball ten times the entire game. No, it's not the plan. I, I do think it got out of control once we fell behind 25 nothing. Uh, now that – remember how we beat Atlanta. We, we took them out of their run game because we got the early lead. That's what all all NFL teams have a tendency that once they fall behind on the scoreboard and it gets deeper into the game, they will stop running because they don't believe they can catch up fast enough or score points fast enough by running the football. That's really what we try to do. We tried to score early, right, so that we could take Nick Chubb and take the Browns out of their running game. But once that ball got tipped on the very first drive by Miles Garrett, got intercepted by the Cleveland Browns. It's like we were running in quicksand for the rest of the night. It's like we couldn't get our rhythm. We couldn't get our stride. We got totally away from what we wanted to do, and I think we ended up throwing it more than what originally they came in wanting to do. Well, I don't, I don't know, Sally, because the last couple of weeks, we've been throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball. Like, each week, we have less runs. Last week, I forget, we had, what, 15 runs. This week we have 10 runs. So what are we going to have next week, Solid Five? No, I think I think we know better now, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we know better. And look, um, I, I do think that there's a certain mindset with the Bengals to say, look, it's all about Joe Burrow. He is the, uh, he's the guy that we want to build it around. That He's the guy that we want to do as much as we can, I think, as a franchise, as a team, and even as a as the fan base, right? We all want to support Joe Burrow. And I look, I'm the number one guy on that bandwagon. But I also know that sometimes you can give quarterbacks too much of what they want or too much of what they ask for because there's a it's a 53-man football team, right? And you got to allow all everyone to contribute to the win if you want to be a balanced team that is more difficult to beat if you want to be a quarterback centric team uh and win games that way i think that team becomes easier to beat when it's about winning and losing games i don't think you can have a team that's about statistical data that's about record breaking um statistics i think you got to be a team that says we'll do anything to win and whatever it takes to win on this day against that team that's what we're willing to do more so than just making sure that the quarterback, right, looks good while we're winning. Yeah, and and if you just look at this year and last year, no teams are coming in throwing the ball 70 times. And the teams that are doing it 70%, are, yeah, 70% are not winning. Only That's time right. they're throwing the ball 70% is when they're down. That's we're right. throwing the ball right. 70% when we're down or up. That's right. Good point. So, I just I, I I don't know, man. I, I'm I, I love everything about the Bengals and I love everything over there, but we gotta run the ball. Like we paying Joe Joe them all this money. We're not controlling the, the game because it's gonna get cold in a little while. 
Oh, yeah. You, you know how it is when it get cold, Sally. Uh, on Sunday at Paycor Stadium, we got a Carolina Panther team that's coming in at two and six. But they've been more competitive in their last few games. They've now, remember, they fired their head coach, Matt Rule. Their interim coach is Steve Wilkes. And then their last three games, they've won one of the three. But they did beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They, they held them to only three points. Tom Brady, that's right, the GOAT. Carolina Panthers held them to only three points in the game. And then the Panthers almost beat the Atlanta Falcons last week when they lost in overtime. They really should have won the game if D.J. Moore didn't take his helmet off after scoring at the end of regulation. They're going to kick an extra point, and they win the game. So I think we got a Panthers team that's coming in here a little bit feisty with their new interim head coach. What do you see in this Panthers team that maybe we should be most concerned about? Well, the, this kid, P.J. Walker, uh, is a stud. He's not the tallest guy. Um, he is athletic, but he don't try to, like, make all the plays with his with his feet. Before last week, he was 3-1 and one coming into to the season. Um, he did lose to the Falcons, like you said. They should have won that game. Um, the kid took off uh, – DJ took off his helmet, which – Everybody knows that's a no-no. Yeah. Um, but this this kid is nice, bro. Like last week, he was 19 of 36, 317 yards. Yeah. Um, but we all know that uh the the, the running game um is really what's driving Carolina free. Uh De Devontae, Deontay, I should say. Yeah, Dante uh, Foreman. Yeah. Dante Foreman is is running crazy right now. So um, mm -hmm. but we got I, I think we must stop DJ Moore. He is uh he had six catches for 152 in the touchdown last week. And he's one of those guys that play with a chip. He's very crafty, he's good in and out yeah. his breaks. Um, I remember earlier in the season we was hearing trade rumors about him, but he haven't did nothing but balled out since them rumors. That's right. He almost beat the Atlanta Falcons single-handedly last week. DJ yeah. Moore is probably one of the best wide receivers in the NFL that most people don't hear about because he's playing for the Carolina Panthers. They're not winning a lot of games. But let me tell you something. He ain't the reason why they're losing. <laughs> and uh, Adam, look, we're down three cornerbacks now. Three. Both of our starting quarterbacks in Eli Apple and Chidobia Wuzier are out. Wuzier is now out. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the season, Trey Flowers went down last week. I they, had to, they had to play Dax Hill. We had to move our rookie safety to corner, and man, we paid for it. So, I, I, if DJ Moore senses, okay, I got a rookie in front of me, or I got someone who's not accustomed to what I'm about to bring to the table, I think we need to go. We need to tread lightly. We got to win this game going into the bye week, but we got to be on high alert, understanding that we're vulnerable on the back end. I haven't seen a Bengals team like injured like this in the last couple of years. So I'm a little bit concerned there. What about you? I'm, I'm very concerned. Uh, my post this morning was, Hey, my name is Duke Tobin. I'm looking for dark careers. Denard. I know you healthy. I seen you. <laughs> I, I seen you. I seen you in um, Cincinnati. I seen you in Cincinnati this week. 
Darquez, we need you. Come on, get on this flight. Let me see how your body feel. If I'm Duke Tobin, I'm calling Darquez right now and telling him to get on the flight. Why you ain't telling him to call Adam Jones? Uh, Adam Jones not ready. I know uh, Quiz, <laughs> Quiz, <laughs> Quiz is ready because I've been training Quiz, so it kind of it kind of fit the mold. You know, he, he okay. come revamp himself a little bit. Um, coming from being drafted here, he still got something to tank. I'm pushing for Denard the Quiz. Come on, sign him up. <laughs> I was pushing for Adam Jones to get out there, <laughs> maybe help us out a little bit because we could definitely use it. Look. This, uh, this Panther football team, they can run the ball um, good as well. Now, their run defense is not as good. They're giving up 126 rush yards per game. You mentioned it earlier. This is a week where we got to be able to get our run game going. I think if we could give some balance, we shouldn't have to put so much of it on Joe Burrow to be perfect in every single game. I think when you force them to have to be perfect, what happens? The ball gets tipped at the line of scrimmage. Next thing you know, it's an interception. Joe hadn't thrown. I don't think he had thrown an interception in weeks, right? It's been nah. it's been a while before he's thrown an Four interception. Games. Four That's games. That's right. And then it gets tipped at the line of scrimmage. Not really his fault. That's not a turnover-worthy play. And then we don't protect him in the pocket. He gets stripped of the ball. Now ball's on the ground. We can't fall on it. That's another turnover. This game just seemed that the more we did right, T. Higgins got their cornerbacks beat. The entire game. They hold it, he pull it, the game. and they won't even, they won't call it. He still beat him for a touchdown on a 41-yarder. I told you T. Higgins is ready to dominate. I'm not concerned about the players that we have. I'm, I'm really concerned about the injuries. I mean, let's face it, Josh Tupo and DJ Reader being out for that Cleveland game, that hurt us. But we'll be okay because we got this Panther game, and then we got the bye week. I think we just need to play our best. Our best will be good enough to beat the Panthers and then get rested up during the bye week. Adam, let's take a break, and then we'll bring them back with more. We're going to tell you about the Cincinnati Bengals offense and what it looks like without Jamar Chase oh and why I'm optimistic about it. A lot of people were concerned uh, about Jamar Chase and what the offense would look like without him. I got to tell you, we scored a season-low 13 points without Jamar Chase. We gained a season-low 229 yards on offense against the Cleveland Browns without Jamar Chase. Why should I believe that we're going to be better on offense, even though Jamar Chase isn't coming back for this Panthers football game? We have to be out our last mind if we think this <laughs> offense is going to look better without number one. He's, he's arguably the best receiver in the NFL, like you can name three, four receivers that yeah. you know you can argue with, but he's up there. Like it's no way that we's gonna we gonna look better. Only way we look better if we run the ball. Mm. That's it. That's the only way we're gonna look better because he is a he is he a show by himself. And I'm not taking nothing away from the other guys, but when when Jamar's out there, it creates a lot of different openings for everybody else. You know what I mean? That means it's not eight in the box. Somebody is getting double. Um, it opened up the run game. It opened up um, um, T. Higg and Tyler Boyd one on one. So yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to uh, look different. But this what this is what I would say, Sally. I just don't understand like some of the play calling. Like let's stick to what we're doing. Like we did the trick plays. We're doing trick plays. We don't need trick plays. We throwing the ball eighty times. We don't got to throw the ball eighty times. 
let's just go back to playing Bengals football, smash mouth football, glass eaters, run the ball, protect the ball, and play football. I, 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 we we making it too hard, and I, and I'm putting a lot of this um, coaches because I just don't understand some of the things that we're doing um, out there. Well, there's no doubt. I think every time you come into a game, you say, look, how here's our game plan. And the way that when you analyze a game, just for our, our viewers here, when you analyze a game, um, you can track what an offense wants to do that day by how those, remember the first 12 to 15 plays on offense are scripted. Yeah. So when you script, say of your first 15 plays, 11 of them are passes, right? And uh, four of them are runs. You got to know, okay, this is a pattern that tells me that suggests that they want to throw it. They feel that they have a better advantage of throwing it against this team than running it. And so this is going to be a day where we feel like we win the matchup advantage in the passing game. If you, if it's opposite and you running it 10 times th and, and throwing it five, you say, okay, this is a pattern that suggests that we should be able to run the ball today. That's what coaches, yeah. they kind of, you know, by scripting the plays, it tells you what their intent is. And so to your point, we have been intending to throw the ball uh, more than run it, even before the game gets out of control or some of the situations dictate what a coach should do, because that does happen. Um, Joe Mixon has yet to have a 100-yard game rushing so far this right. year. Um, I think with Jamar Chase out, what the offense looks like, You've got to find who is your third best receiver. Sometimes your best third best receiver, we know Higgins and Boyd are, are, are top two, right? Who's the third Hurst. best guy? I would agree. Hayden Hurst. Who's the next best guy? Joe. Joe Mixon. I would agree. Who's the next best guy? If you had to have a, is it a wide receiver? Is it a tight end or is it a runner? You're, I can't hear you right now. What's the other kid, the running back? Uh, it's Chris uh, Evans. Chris Evans. He he would be the number four guy or, or three. I mean, four or five. He'd be number five. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's Higgins and Boyd, no matter how you want to put it. Hayden Hurst certainly is number three. Number four, Joe Mixon. You got to include him in the passing game. And then Chris Evans, I'd like to see on the field more, even as a slot, right? To the tight end side, not a slot receiver. You have twins to one side, tight end, have a back out with Joe Mixon still on the field. You can have two backs in there, but one is kind of like your other receiver. But if he matched up against a safety or a linebacker, Chris Evans is going to kill him. So all I'm just saying, there's other ways to um, sort of peel this banana, if you will to get into the end zone, but you have to get the ball into the hands of your best players. It doesn't necessarily have to be your fourth or fifth wide receiver. It can be your tight end, or it could be another running back winning the matchup advantage, particularly if they're going to try to cover Hayden Hurst with a tight end, or excuse me, with a linebacker or Joe Mixon with a linebacker. Same could be said for Chris Evans. All I'm saying is once we get 20 in, stop the trick plays, Stop throwing the ball on first down, second down. Let's run the ball. We had too many inc incidents where we we're on the five-yard line or the three-yard line. We do a trick play. We on the ten-yard line. We just got a first down, first and ten. We throw a pass. The ball get tipped. They run the ball all the way down. 
I'm okay, I'm okay with with throwing on first down. I'm just we already got points. I'm a, I'm you, no, I'm just you're yeah. on the 10-yard line. Yeah, I, I agree. You're talking down inside the red zone. Yeah, that's yeah, different. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm, the, yeah. This this pick that we just had last week, we was inside the red zone. When, when uh Miles tipped it. No, I don't think we were that far down. We, we was at the 22 yeah. yard line. There you 20, go. That's red zone to me. I'm saying we got points. 30 in. Run the ball. We just had got a first down. Boom, we go right back up to the line. Boom, tip ball. They go all the way down. Speaking of which, what are we gonna do with our with our boy Evan McPherson, man? I I I didn't see that one come. I'm telling you, there's something to this Halloween thing. It's gotta be. This was this had uh, Evan McPherson don't miss kicks. He definitely don't miss extra points. What's going on? We there was some voodoo going on on Halloween. There was some voodoo. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to me because I know you want the kicker. Yeah, and and I love Ev. Um, you know, he just had one of them nights. It, it happens sometimes. Um, I, I'm not gonna say too much about him because he is Mr. Clutch. Um, every now and then you're gonna have a day like that. So it's time to talk about how the Bengals are gonna win this game against the Carolina Panthers. What do we have to do to come away a winner and head into the bye week feeling good about ourselves? We got to get Joe going. We got to get the running game going before the bye week. It would be nice for us to go in this bye week five and four, looking at the same scenario we was looking at last year. Um, Not that bad of a deal going into the bye week five and four, trying to get everybody back healthy. But we got to run the ball. If we run the ball, I, I think we win the game. We can't come out throwing the ball 70 times and think that we're going to win the game. That's just my opinion. I, I haven't seen too many people win by doing that. Um, so I think we got to run the ball, get the offensive line going, and um, we, we come up with a W. Carolina Panthers are giving up 24 more points in five of their eight games this season. I got to believe we can score on this team. Um, so here, here are my uh, critical points. And I agree with you. No more trick plays. Halloween's over. Okay, no more, no more trick plays. Um, secondly, we got to dominate the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Offense and defensive lines uh, have to dominate. If we do that, I'm telling you right now, uh, we stand a really good chance of winning. Um, throw to score, but run to win. Yes. Throw to score. Okay, run to win. In other hold words, on, we need Salah, we might need yeah. to, we might need to pad net right there. What there you, you say? go. You like throw to score point. We got to get points on the board. So let's light them up. Kind of like what we did against Atlanta. Light them up in the pad. And then when when it's time to take the air out of the ball, man, like what you said, there are times where it's just like, look, man, roll up your sleeves. We got our 28 points. Now we're getting ready to just bludgeon you with the run game. Give our offensive line. Uh, a time and an opportunity to tee off on them instead of have them tee off on our offensive line by teeing off on our quarterback by blitzing and rushing and running stunts and twists and loops. Just come downhill and run. So that's what you do. You, You throw to score and you run to win. Lastly, this is big. Every week you and I come on to the Believe in Bingo podcast we tell people Bengals have to get off to a fast start. I, for once, I want to see us, even if we get off to a slow start, to not lose our confidence. How come you got to be a what we call a front runner? If you start fast, oh, now we feel good about ourselves. What happened, man? If you guess what? That's what happened against the New Orleans Saints. 
we didn't trail until the very last time we scored in the game. I, I like that. That shows you got some heart. So I want us to be able to understand that just because things start slow, don't start feeling like it's doomsday. We got to still feel like, man, we're the better team. We're not only expecting to win, we are going to win. I don't care how the game unfolds. I totally agree. Um, I know last week was kind of hard, though, with people getting hurt. I know it hurt me when Wuzi got hurt. I was like, oh, my God, no I way. Know. You thought oh. they were going to put you back in there, huh? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to Cleveland. I'm like, jeez, I'm going to have to start running tomorrow. You know what I mean? Because he was having the Pro Bowl season, too. Yeah, man. man. I that's know. Gonna, that's going to hurt us, in, I think, in the longer run. But um, to me, we got to get the running game going. We get the running game going, I think it's it's going to be, be a good game. Like you said, you got to throw the win. but you, I mean, throw the ball, but you got to run the win. So let's see what they do. Jonah Williams, a little bit of advice. When the running back is chipping off your outside, you can't let the defensive end spin back inside and go sack the quarterback. They're helping you outside. You can take a hard inside because you got help to your outside. Just listen. Now they play offensive line. Maybe you think I don't know what I'm talking about, but I at least know that much. I would take his. I would take his advice, brother. That's all I'm saying. And we got to protect Joe Burrow. He is the franchise, you know. Hey, Adam, it's been great, man. Thanks for taking the time. We appreciate it. It's always great to uh, share with our listeners. We appreciate those of you. We want you to continue to stick with us with the Believe in Bingo podcast delivered by 828 Logistics. All you have to do if you want more is go to the Believe Podcast Network or Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com to get more. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us, that's right, uh, across Twitter and Instagram as well. But you can find us every week right here on Valley Sports Ohio. We'll see you next week, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.